SB Pod is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's Name Your Price tool gives you options based on your budget because options are nice. Visit Progressive.com. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome. It's SB Pod. Stanford Steve. How are you, pal? Excellent. How are you, my man? I'm good. Have you done anything super touristy since we moved here? Uh, like go see the monuments and stuff? I mean, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I ask because as we taped this on Tuesday, after President's Day, we were lucky enough as a family to go just take a tour of the president's house. Went to the White House oh. early on Tuesday morning. And I got to tell you, we can all do that cynical thing and we can all sort of, well, you know. And we're we're very lucky we get to see lots of cool things. White House is a really cool deal. And yeah. it was just it was just really neat. We some friends from Connecticut who are now in New York who are friendly with someone that sort of on the inside, if you will. And I mean, we signed up for a tour like anybody else. We just were lucky enough to have someone that knew the ins and the outs of the place to explain the specifics of all these different rooms that we went in the East wing. It was just really neat. Now kids, you know, at some point I asked Charlie not to do the gritty in the East wing. It's a real thing that I had to ask my son, Charlie, please, please don't do the gritty in the, in the, in the red room or whatever it's called. Um, He's like, I want to go home. Like, all right, buddy, I got you. He was mostly unimpressed. But just no, just a really a, a, a very, very cool thing. It's the president's house. And, you know, living here where we do and taking that drive, you drive in on Constitution and you drive right in and there are all these monuments. It's, it's an absolutely gorgeous city. And on a beautiful day, I don't know, just really grateful to be able to have a chance to do it. Um and I'll say this, there's that, the one, it's it's like the dining room, I want to say. Is it the East Room? I, I, there's so many different, every room had a name. Anyway, there's if you remember when President Obama walked down that hallway with the red carpet where he told the country, like, we got him. Mm-hmm. You're standing there, and to quote the play Hamilton, you know, this, is, this is the room where it happened. And when you're standing there looking down that hallway... In the White House, and you, I, mean, I remember that so vividly. It was just, I don't know, really just a cool thing. Anybody that comes here, there's a million things to do. And any any and all of them will be great and worth your time. Uh, if you are interested in wandering around the White House, looking out the different windows, looking down the mall, looking down the lawn, seeing the monument, all that stuff. It's uh, Anyway, it was cool. Fun morning. Nice. Be be daisy fresh for the show tonight but that's okay we I mean, it's fine you can yeah we had a nice little long weekend beautiful beautiful got, you and the fam got away didn't you yeah we did we did Re- uh recharge the batteries o- yep went to get a little preview of dewey beach uh how are we looking out- oh boy we are revved up a uh, couple new establishments on the horizon in old dewey looking fantastic okay um Obviously, crowd at the Starbird, Raw, the whole deal. They are they are primed and ready to go. St. Patty's Day 
everything will be opening up over there. But that's the you know, unof- that's the unofficial soft the estab- the, Yeah, the established spots are already doing their thing. So sure, uh, no, it was good. Uh, indoor pool got a lot of work. They had a hoop in there too. That was great. We got a lot of shots up um, over the weekend. Nice. But, but I I got to start with you because. When the TV was on, and I, we had you know different times where it was on, I was all in on the Riv, and it was man, so good. I, it was I, so I just, good. I, I, and we could talk. Uh, I watched a bunch of episodes of the uh, documentary. If you want to talk about that, we could talk about that later. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I don't think you would enjoy it. You know, as a golf insider, I was expecting to learn some stuff, but like, I get it. Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas are friends. They want to kill each other when they're on the golf tournament. Got it. Joel Damon and his caddy, best friends. Gino. Uh, got it. Kepka, not really in the great state of mind right now in his golf game. I got it. The one superstar to me who, if you, I mean, I just started bawling crying when he's talking about his family. Tony Finau, man. Good Lord, is that guy as genuine as it gets? The best. Um, so I'm I'm interested to get your take on it. Uh, we could table it to when you catch a couple, but I thought I'd get more with all the access they kept talking about. They take a ton for the tournaments. I don't know what they would do without you or you and our guy Steve Sands voicing over uh, everything. You know, just taking your guy's stuff. I, I would imagine you would get some checks of royalty. Where's, where's my check? Yeah. So um, you're you're all over. I mean. It's it's weird out of, out of order how they do the the majors and stuff like that. But anyway, let's talk about this weekend because the riv. The there's so much, Scott. There's so much there, and I'll tell you, the guys that went and took the money with the live tour, I don't miss you because we got it all in this tour in that field. I mean, you got the the battering ram and John Rom. That's what he seems like to me on the golf course. Like it is. It was good. I thought Max was incredible post-round talking about I wanted him to have to beat me. He went out there, did his thing, and we'll we'll get to that. But, Scott, watching Tiger Woods, like, I I just, the miles. Did you see the picture of his ankle? Mm -hmm. Like, what he's going through to play, and then when he gets those you know, the, the three straight birdies to end Thursday. Like, that is such good stuff, man. Like, that's what people are starving for. And this tournament this past weekend, I thought, gave you everything. I, you know, Cashmere Keith was up there. Yeah, he was. Um, giving it giving it his all. So, uh, I, I haven't been there. You, you've you been there. But that tournament, I, I was one over, man. That tournament was phenomenal this weekend. I always say the same thing about Riviera. It's your favorite tour player's favorite venue. Mm. And if you watch the tournament, you see why it asks everything of you. You can't just hit one stock shot. Great short par fours, great long par fours, really interesting par threes. Um, It's just, it's phenomenal. God, it's a great golf course. Uh, And you, you hit, you hit on it. I mean, as far as, you know, the live guys go, this is an elevated field, and that leaderboard felt and looked like a major. And there's, you know, look, that, that's a that's a golf course that has hosted major championships, plural, maybe. I don't remember. 95 is the one I remember when Elk beat Ernie Els long ago. Um, mm. 
but it's 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 a major championship worthy venue. You look at the leaderboard; it was awesome. John Rahm, all he does is shoot sixty six every time he plays. Man. He's an animal. He's an absolute animal. But Homa, he's everybody loves Max. If Tiger's not your favorite player, it seems like Max has become everybody's favorite player, mm-hmm. and you see why. Like he's just a genuine cat. And when it's over and he gets moved to to tears about like that's the tournament he wanted to win more than any he did, but there were no fans there at the time, yeah. so he's got his family and his friends out there watching him. And he his good enough wasn't good enough to beat Rom because right now his good enough is better than anybody else's it seems mostly. Yeah. Um, but it it was interesting because you know been out there for a long long time, and the the thing that I think I've shared here a lot is that there's a lot of really good dudes. A lot of just, I mean, they're they're not regular because they're zillionaires, but mm-hmm. they're they're mostly like us, just dudes that love sports, love to talk <laughs> regular eggs mm-hmm. as much as you can be. And it was just wild because, like, people that uh, that I'll bother via text were on the leaderboard a lot. There's Homa, there's yeah. Woodland, our yeah. guy Woody. Yeah, like, figured I, out I, some I, irons. It sounded like there you go. I was like, were you? And I and I was curious because Kansas is playing Baylor in that <laughs> in that game. By the way, we're going to get to the teams that can win a title here coming up. Yes, That's really will. the main crux of this podcast. But I said I don't. Great plan. I, I don't want to give away anything about this. Your game. He's like oh, I follow it the whole way. I said really. I, I he said yeah. I, I'm I'm too impatient. I can't. Like I'm the guy that when you know if if Maryland's playing and I'm traveling, I just I'll I'll wait till later. You got to just stay away from your phone. But. Woodland's up there. Keith Mitchell, a.k.a. Cashmere, he's in the mix. I said, whatever your best Cashmere are, bro, this is the weekend for it. You're at the, <laughs> ri- you're at the Riv, all right? We want the very, very high, silky, thread count Cashmere. He's like, gotcha. So the thing about the tour is there's always someone to root for. There's always mm-hmm. some, someone up there that you're rooting for. Sometimes it's a caddy. A lot of times it's players this weekend in any direction I looked, I'm thinking I'll be happy for somebody, you know? And in Rob's case, it's like, you've eaten enough. You're you're the guy going back in the all you can eat buffet for thirds. No one else has even eaten yet, but that's just sort of the lane he's in right now. He's that good. But it, but the combination though, of the venue, uh, the host, the quality of the leaderboard and you know, the, the, the way, the tournament plays out on Sunday and it really, excuse me, over the course of the weekend, if you, if you even vaguely like golf, it was right there. All you can eat. Oh God. I mean, everything you, you named it. Cantlay's there. Zal Torres had 64 on Sunday. Like yep. it, it just, it had, it had all the good, all the goods. And uh, it was a phenomenal watch. And, you know, I thought it was real interesting for Homer to say, like, know how good he had to be. Because John's not a guy that's going to fold. No. And he, and he said the word fold, and I'm like, wow, that's – you You know what you got to get. And, and it was right there. You know, it's it's right there. Um, but it's 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 the best. I mean, look at – like that – like we're, we're sitting here starting our podcast with the golf, the golf that is being played, right? And then I think about – and that's why I love it so much because we're talking about and reacting to what we see. And then think about what is consumed and talk about on the NBA front as far as games being played. We don't ever talk about the games being played because they all suck because nobody's playing. <laughs> and then even even I think baseball is in a, in, a, in, a, in a bothersome spot because 
I watch the games. I want to talk about the games. I don't want to talk about Otani. Otani's agent said he's going to explore free agency. No, he's gonna like, yeah, yeah. This just in. Yeah. I mean, I just, and that's what I said. It's, it's so refreshing. You said there's always somebody to root for. There's always a story there. And, uh, it was, it was just phenomenal. One quick thing on the NBA and the, and the playoffs are awesome. And that's the problem is that everything else is just, the drudgery to get there now, including the all-star game. And this is not a 100 think piece of how to fix it. There's no fixing it. It's over. Mm. It's over. Dudes can't be bothered to care. Then I don't wouldn't didn't, didn't watch a second. Won't the end. You don't care. Neither do I. We kidding. You kidding? Like who's watching that? No one, no one, because you don't care. Okay, then don't do it. Yeah, just pull the plug. There's no fix. There is no fix for this for this game, because no one wants to be there, and no one cares. And you could go back. We did this once on I think when when we were doing SVP and Rosillo, and it it was around the time ten years ago or whatever. And I went back and I looked how many threes were shot in a game and what the score was, and it was it was still sort of a game. And I get that we don't want to get hurt. Well, I don't think, you know, you want to date yourself? Okay, I don't think Bird and Magic and Jordan, I don't think they wanted to get hurt, but they played. Mm-hmm. No? But now it's not, not, not going to be in the dunk contest, not going to be in the three-point shooting contest, don't really want to play the game. Cool. Pull the plug. Don't do it. The end. Everybody's happy. Go, go, to, go to Cancun. One, two, three, Cancun, February style. It'd probably it'd be do everybody better. Then guess what? Here's the here's the win. Then when they come back, load management, everybody's fresh. Nobody yeah. nobody had to play at all. Now we can play games. Oh no no we we can't. Oh that's a whole other conversation. But I don't have a fix. You don't care. I don't care. It's fine. Um, I, I saw. I think it was Van Gundy that said Stan Van Gundy tweeted out something like, "Here I have a fix. I have a fix. Um, give a million dollars to." Each each member of the winning team, which is that's fine. <laughs> Frank Iasola responds, "My proposal's much cheaper. How about trying just a little?" <laughs> what a great tweet! And and that's and that's really that's it. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered to try. Okay. Yeah, it's I. I the kids went to bed. I watched it, and it is it's bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Okay. So. No fix. No. Okay. Moving on. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We've reached the point in the podcast year when it's time for Stanford Steve to tell us. <laughs> The number, do you want to give the number or you just want to go through the exercise where we just... No, I want to go through the exercise because I have a feeling I could be talked in by you of teams that should not be on the list. 
Okay. All right. I, ha- I have a list as well. You do? Yep. All right. All right. Let's go conference. Let's go that's Big a, 12. That's, ex- that's exactly what I did. How many Big 12 teams can win the national title? I am going to definitely have more than you. I have five. So do I. I have question marks next to several. Let's just get this out of the way. Kansas, obviously, they're as good yes. as anybody. They got 14 quad one wins. Texas, yes. Mm-hmm. Baylor, yeah. Baylor, there are many nights when I think they're my favorite team in this league. Mm. So that's the three. That's the three for me for sure. Then yep. I have question marks next to two more. Is TCU one of them? Yes, I have them. I, I'm in, I'm in so, the tank for them. Um, I know that, you know, we saw how they're still ranked. I'll never know. Uh, I think that shows you how much people like them. But Miles getting back in the mix now. Had a big game against Oklahoma State. Didn't play great last night. I think he's getting his legs back. Uh, I have TCU on the list. They're on my list, too, even after I watched them miss approximately 28 layups against KU. Oof. I mean, fellas. <laughs> fellas, you're on the list. Yeah. You, 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 a layup or two. Mm. Okay. who Who's the fifth? Kansas State. We're in agreement. I have Kansas State question mark. Love mm-hmm. the guard. Love the guard play. They're th- they have not a ton of depth up front. But they might have enough. Iowa State, I, they they don't make it for you. No, no, why not? I just in the bigger spots, I thought I would see more, and then and as we know, the NCAA tournament's not on your home court, and that that's the one thing that bothers me. I, I totally think we're going to see them the second weekend for sure, uh, but I don't think they can win a national championship. I had a hard time. I had a hard time not putting them because they've impressed for certain. I like their guards enough, and that's a big thing. Yep. Uh, can you score it? Which is a problem for some teams that I got one in particular that I'm just not going to be able to tell you is going to win one, and I'll tell you why when we get there. Yep. But at some point, I wonder somebody in this league is going to get to the tournament, and they're just going to be. It's 15 rounds of heavyweight, and you're just mm-hmm. done. And I don't, I don't know that it's them. Might not be, mm-hmm. but at some point, I had to, I had to draw a line somewhere. And I went back and forth between Kansas State and Iowa State. And in terms of trying to win six neutral site games, I liked, I liked Coach Tang's group more than I liked the Clonies. Agreed on all fronts. Uh, okay, all right. Na- now, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, West Virginia's good is 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 good. Like I'm thinking about the conference tournament. Like there could be some sleepers that make a run in that. And West Virginia and Texas Tech are the two teams that I have circled. Oklahoma was in the last place in their yeah. league and they they beat Alabama by a hundred. It was going to be a one seed. Mm-hmm. So, like that that's the bottom of their league. There is yep. no bottom of that league. Is no bottom. So you're right. I mean, good luck in the Phillips 66, if it's still called oh, that Big man. 12 tournament. Yes. Kemper Arena back in the day. Go Love ahead. It. Uh, let's go to the SEC. Okay. Okay. Yep. How many do you have? Not many. Okay. Bama, obviously, although this search, this situation, as we talk on a Tuesday, and the story is, I mean, look, the story was horrible to begin with, mm. but now the story, just from a strictly what's going to happen standpoint with with their 
their best player, uh, Brandon Mitchell, has not been charged with anything, but his involvement with apparently the player, one of the players who's been kicked off Alabama's team, texted for him to bring the gun that was used in the murder of a 23-year-old mom in Tuscaloosa. I mean, the story is horrific to start with. I don't know what will happen. Maybe nothing. But that's a whole... For the exercise that we're doing here, we're talking specifically about Alabama. They clearly, if they have their team, could win a national title, correct? Yes. Who else in this league do you trust to say could win six games? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you when you say the team, you know, by itself, I think it's different. And what I try and do is look at other teams. Like, if I'm going to say a certain team can win six, then is that team worthy of it? And I know who you're talking about. It's Tennessee. They're the and problem for me. Yeah, it, it's it's the struggle to score the ball. Uh, you watch them play. They play as hard as anyone. They play great team defense. Yeah, uh, Barnes, you know, obviously hasn't had the success in the tournament. So how does it look like when they get out of the con- – I mean, it's a good oh, conference. You oh, know, are they going to be allowed – to be able to muscle these teams? You know? Are they going to be allowed to play physically? Because we watched that game against uh, Alabama, yeah. and we, we were just laughing because it was, it was absolutely as physical a brand of basketball as you can possibly play. Dudes were on the deck from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Defense is great. They guard the rim like crazy. Love that. Yes. Love Ziegler. I love him. Um, Steve, they won a game against Auburn where they shot 27%. 45-43, right? 46-43. They won a a game against Maryland where they shot 29%. Mm. There are 363 teams playing Division I basketball. (laughs) They are 282nd in field goal percentage. And I know there are a lot of analytics and there's a lot of ways to look at stuff, but at, at the baseline... To understand basketball, it's do you make shots and score points? And if you are the 282nd best slash worst field goal shooting team in America, I don't know how you can win six straight games because you're going to have a game where you just don't shoot it. Totally understand. That's why I do not think, I do not have them on the list to win six games. Okay. I just don't buy it. Do you have anyone else from the SEC that can win a national championship besides Alabama? This might sound crazy. I think if I think if Arkansas is healthy with the the, the style of play, the style of game they can play, and I don't know, Smith is, is an enigma. I don't know; he hasn't been healthy. Can he just become some great player? I don't know. But I I put them down with a question mark next to it. Maybe that's crazy. I'm I'm with you. I have them on the list. Now it's been an absolute disaster for that team and and what it was at the beginning. Uh they lost Brazil and then, you know, the other kid gets hurt. He's a clutch guy. He goes out to LA, leaves the team. Now he comes back. He's in the mix and I would think guys in the team are like, "What's up with this? How does this guy get to play when he left our team?" So I think there's a lot of ironing out stuff. I I just I have confidence that Musselman could do that. If there's a guy that could, you know, get personalities to clash and and, and get it tight for six games. um, I think it's, I think it's there. The talent's there. He's a, he's a great coach. 
Uh, so they, yeah, they are on the list. Um, the one I struggle that I'm keeping on the list, and I because I you mentioned Tennessee's flaws, AM's guards, I like, and I'm just keeping them on there because they were awful to start the year. Awful. But they're 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 more than capable to okay. me. Um I feel like the SEC's got like six teams that could be second weekend teams. And if you can get there, then okay, you could make a final four. But we're I'm talking about I'm trying to grade with a sharp pencil and say, can you win six? Because it's really hard to do. Yep. Really hard to do. And that's why as much as I love Tennessee's defense, as much as I like their group, because they can run a bunch of guys at you, you have to be able to score the ball. It's not that score the basketball. Shout out to Brad Doherty. Uh, so that that's why I had a hard time with him. But you got an okay. AM on there. I don't. Okay. If so you, you, you if you lose to Wofford and whoever else they lost to in November, <laughs> you're not winning six straight games. Okay. How about Kentucky? They're the they're they're another wild card. Yeah. Because they're bad this year's been really bad. I, I don't believe no. I, I I remember the year they were the what were they that eight or nine and poor Wichita had to play them in a second yeah. round game. Uh, but are they? But that that they had the Harrisons, didn't they? And th- yes. those guys could both score. Yep. What what guards? What guards for them are going to carry them? I I just to win six. I don't see it. I, I if they're on the eight nine line, though, that could scare the hell out of you know Purdue if they're on the one. Yeah. No question about that. Because mm-hmm. they're you know speaking of guards. All right. Um. And I know they had a great win against Tennessee. I'm sorry, I'm not there with Missouri. That was Arkansas or uh, Auburn. Won- I can't get there no, with them no, either. No, no. So I have winning, four. You winning. have three. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> oh, you enlist. It's my favorite thing. Not my. All not right. My, not my strength. Big Ted Scotty. How many do you have written down for the Big Ten? Two. Mm. Look, they'll get a ton in, but they're they're not high yeah, on they're seed lines. Get... They're not they're not high on seed lines. Speaking of how are you going to officiate your your league? I mean, that yeah, that, but they... there's enough there's enough of those officials in the Big Twelve, in the Big Ten, and the SEC yeah, that are going to be doing may, tournament games. Maybe, you know? but 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 look at look at look at the Michigan State, Maryland, Iowa, Rutgers, Illinois, that pack in the middle. I don't know what to make of Northwestern. Look, yeah, I, 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 about two weeks ago, I said they're done winning games. They're about to fall off a cliff, and I don't think they've lost since. I mean, they have been, they're not on my list here, but Mm -hmm. I've been wrong about them throughout the year. There's two teams. One is Indiana, and I like them the most in the Big Ten, more than Mm -hmm. Purdue, more than Purdue, because as much as I love Painter, and Edie is is a force for certain. Their guards in Maryland showed it last week when they came to College Park. I love Braden Smith, the the, the freshman. He's a he's a bad, mm-hmm. not afraid. But you just you just pressure him, just pressure him. And it doesn't matter if you turn him over or not. Just make him make him use ten seconds to get the ball across. And now all that fun stuff that Matt runs. Now you got you got not enough time to make it all happen. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know that they can win six. Indiana, I think could. The two I have is Indiana and Purdue, but I, if I had to pick one or the other that I thought, and this is asking a lot of Indiana, who I think this group has only won one tournament game together, yeah. one tournament win. Now I'm asking them to get six. I'm just saying the group they've got, and they're going to get Xavier back, their point guard, um, get Xavier Johnson back. That's the team I like 
the best of the league, but it's those are the only two I have. What do you make of Rutgers? I mean, that resume in conference alone is just like the scores don't make any sense. The no, teams they I, lose to, and then they beat. They turn around and win games on the road. Well, one at one at Purdue and gave them. You know, you win in Mackey, man. That should count for two. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I win six. Pykel is a fantastic coach. Big fan of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he's he's making Rutgers basketball a thing. I mean, and by a thing, I just mean be a con, be, be a consistent tournament team. That's really all you're hoping to be in most cases, and he's making them that. So. But they were a second like two weeks ago in the league, and now they're they were ninth or something. Yeah, they're way down. Yeah, they're middle. They're in that nine and seven group. Well, yeah, I think that's like six teams or that. So yeah. Um, how many? How many teams? How many teams? And look, the Big Ten we know has struggled mightily in the tournament. Mm. Um, so I mean, you're talking about can win six games again. Let's be let's state the exercise here. Not who oh they could make a Final Four. I mean, make a second weekend. That's an accomplishment. Yep. Make the third make the third weekend. That's a really big accomplishment. Be the only team standing on Monday night in April. I mean, that, I, I Rutgers isn't winning six games. And that's not I'm not pooping on Rutgers. I just I have I have a team written down because I will not doubt them with the circumstances. I just need them to get in the tournament. Who? And it's Michigan State. Well, yeah, they'll yeah, they'll, they'll get there. So we're, we're taping on a Tuesday. They got a huge one. And given what happened in East Lansing, I mean, you know, yeah. it's I, I and again, I, I'm not I doubting them. I understand. And again, shout to Ann Arbor. What you guys did on Saturday night. Mm. Um, that was really a beautiful thing, man. They lit up Chrysler Arena in green. They played mm. the Michigan State song. I mean, you know me, I get I get teary eyed over anything. I, I thought that was I thought that was beautiful, man. Beautiful. And then those two teams went out and played a high level game. Really good game. Which I, I I didn't expect to see, and they both played excellent in the end. Michigan hit a couple of big shots, and your point about you know you just try to figure out how to win enough games in that league because there's really not much differentiation between no. any any of them, and that's so, why I think they're all dying to get out. Get, yeah, no, it's just the NCAA some, tournament, see some different faces. You know, it's no, amazing the, how it all works. No doubt, I feel like the Big Twelve, Big Ten. I mean, every every league. You just I don't care. Give me somebody new, even if they're a higher seed than us. Fine, just mm-hmm. somebody that hasn't scouted us. 13 times in the last three years that knows everything we do. All right. The next conference, I have as many teams in this conference that can win a national title as the Big 12. And that's the Big East. It sure is. This is the hardest one to figure out who's going to win in New York. That tournament is going to be mayhem. So you have five from the Big East. I do. That means you got one more than me. You don't have Providence. I don't. Okay, I do. Every single Providence game for the last three years has been 68-67 with 13 <laughs> seconds left. Providence is ahead one, down one, with the ball. Every game. So, Coach Cool, these guys aren't going to blink if it's the under four and it's a tight game in any round. But I can they win six? Mm. That's I have more faith. In UConn, Creighton, Marquette, and Xavier. Those are the four I have. You have all of them plus Providence. Yeah, with UConn. Right. I said it. UConn, okay, Creighton. Okay, I didn't hear you say that. UConn, okay. Creighton, Marquette, Xavier. Yep. You have plus Providence. I do. Okay. I do. 
I'm I could probably I could probably get talked into that just because I'm such a fan of Coach Cooley. Exactly. And, I, and, I'm a, and I'm a fan. Like, I get that the analytics don't love the teams that constantly have to deal with that because mm-hmm. that's it's reasonable. I was furious years ago, that the the mellow tremble years with Maryland. I, <laughs> and I would just basically say, oh, no, no, I, I guess they should lose because then it would be better. Then you could stop talking about regression. <laughs> and if you keep winning close games, there's no downside to that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the buy-in that you're going to get from predictive analytics is that at some point you're going to stop coming out on the right side of coin flip games. That's that's a reasonable way to look at it. I also think it's reasonable if you watch games to think when push comes to shove, they're not scared. There's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. Okay. Do you have any teams from the ACC on your list? Miami. Okay. Virginia, I have a question mark. I it, Part of it's that I watched him over the weekend win by two against Mike Bray's group. I mean, Virginia's, they're, they're not quite Tennessee, but they don't score. They don't mm-hmm. shoot it particularly well. Now, they're going to make you play their style, mm-hmm. but I just, six games? I, well, let me ask you. I know they're good, Yep. but, but when they won a title, they had pros. Mm-hmm. Maybe Beekman's a pro. I don't know. I, I mean... Vanderplas, yeah, yeah, the stash. I mean, yeah. I, but they don't have lottery pick types guys like no. they had with Hunter. No, no, no. I, no. I, I just, I don't. I, I, what I was going to say is, when did what, have you watched them this year? Where at the end of that game, you're like, damn, that's a team that could do it. Yeah, because they always get you to play their style. That's true, and I love that. And that, I know when I watched when I watched them play state, state came in ranked, and I mm-hmm. and, and it was ex- and it went exactly the way I thought yep. it would go. They just they, they frustrated state. They, they and they made them play an ugly sixty something to low fifty something game or something like that. I think that was the final mm-hmm. high high sixties to mid fifties, whatever it was. Virginia covered and it was and it was an under. <laughs> it was like yeah. at the at the end of it, you go well, yeah, that's that. But okay, so okay, so let's 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 work this out. So that's that's against a seed line like states on about the seven six seven eight seed line. Okay, well you beat them. Well now when you get the three four game, all right. Well now you got to play Kansas State or somebody. Mm-hmm. They win in that game. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I just I I have confidence in them. Uh, I watched you know them go toe to toe. With Houston, when they came into their gym, like I, 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 they won't be phased by anybody. And I just, that's always totally back. Totally fair. That's a totally fair thing. They're not phased and they make you play their style. It's a, it's a crazy thing to see in this day and age of college basketball, but it happens and it's successful. And I know everybody that listens to that is going to say, Hey, how about UMBC? Great. I get it. But that's what happens when you play that style. But You're leaving yourself here, open. Here's why I like Miami. Their last six games, they've won them all. They scored 92, 81, 93, 96. Now, they don't guard a ton. No. <laughs> they're, they're happy to let you get theirs. <laughs> Cornell scored 105 against them in a regulation college basketball game. <laughs> 40 minutes. Okay? So, but but they, they look at it like, all right, okay. You you feel good about getting your ninety? It's a guard league. Mm-hmm. Wong, Miller, Pack, Poplar. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get our points. 
I, if I had to pick one ACC team to win six, I'd pick Miami first. If it's a snake draft, I'd pick Miami first. Okay. And I don't, what you're saying about Virginia is true. Is anyone else from the ACC on your list that can win six games? No. Yeah. Nope. And so the ACC has two on my list and the Pac 12 and the West Coast Conference. I have them both there just because more of pedigree uh, with St. Mary's and Gonzaga. I like the idea they have older guys. Um, and I still think they're they're capable. Gonzaga, I actually feel better about St. Mary's and Gonzaga. And then and just I have real you- quick on Gonzaga, I, here's where I disagree. They don't have a lottery pick, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't have a Suggs. They don't have a Rui. They got a guy in Timmy, though, who's been there a bunch. And I think they won't be a one. No. And they won't be carrying around the Correct. You're, you're supposed to do it. Yep. That, to me has got to be worth something. Now, Mark Few still, for the people that want to, I don't know, that don't have the internet and <laughs> have have missed the last decade when Gonzaga's become a blue blood and been in a one seed over and over again, Few's still going to have to deal with, like, can you win that last game? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, and that's not unreasonable. You want to take, you you have to take the next step at some point to truly be in the club. But, this team not carrying some long winning streak and not yeah. having to wear a bullseye, I think, benefits them. No doubt. No doubt. And I come from the old school of when they first came on the scene and they had a 10 next to them and beat Stanford in Seattle. No big deal. Uh, in 99. I'm not going to bring that up. Didn't have bad memories. this tournament. Oh, just a joke. All right. So St. Mary's, Gonzaga. Pac-12, obviously, uh, UCLA, Arizona. I can't wait for that game uh, next Saturday. And Pauly, UCLA also, Mick does a great job of when he gets in this, you know, one-and-done situations of dictating what your, the other team's going to do. I love that about them. They got, have everything. They, yeah, they do. They got they got guys that, like, pros, yeah, not high level, but they got experience. Hakez is nasty. Tiger's nasty. Yeah, I, I that, love them. That, I mean, look, I, I think I think I saw him play their best game, and that was you're never invited again. Maryland's lost one game at home. Steve was there. It's fine. Just don't ask him back. It's not complicated. Um, Obviously, Houston's on your list. Exactly. I was just going to mention Houston, and the one I have a big question mark in because I've seen this team play well, and they're from a conference that hasn't done anything in a tournament, and that's San Diego State. I think they're head and shoulders the best team from that conference. Um, and they played. I like they're not. They were out in Maui, and and played some uh, good teams. So I have them with a question mark. So if you have a question mark, you are on the list. Okay, I um, and, and that's fine. That's yep. fine. Mountain West. You know, last year we'd had some some BPI and graphics that we did before the tournament about BPI said they were overseeded and. All the Mountain West got mad and yelled at me. And I'm like, this is math. This isn't me saying this. And then the conference went out and lost every game it played. And um, just, you got to win some games. And everybody in that yeah. league, everyone in that league knows that. You know, mm-hmm. Boise, uh, San Diego, who else is in that league that's going to make the tournament this year? Utah State, Nevada. Utah correct. State, Nevada, those those teams, you just have, you have to win. And, and by the way, in, in a one-off situation, anything can happen. And we understand that. I'm just, mm-hmm. for, for the, the league knows, like we just, yeah. I know you don't stink. You don't. Mm-hmm. You're you got you've got some good teams in that league. No, 
and I think this is what I said last year, no one showed more Mountain West than we did last year, particularly last year, because Wyoming was really good. Boise, you guys had some sick games, and we showed them. Um, you just got to win some tournament games. Just just, just at least be play the second round. Yeah. Has to so happen. if my math is correct, I have 25 teams. That's that awesome. National championship. Okay. And, and you got more than me because you're including the question marks. And I yep. docked, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm, I said I was going to grade with a sharp pencil. I probably got 20. But yeah. in a year where we've had more number ones and number twos lose at this point than we've ever had before, it tells you that your top, the top of your seed line just isn't isn't a given Mm -hmm. they're just there's no now if 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 houston plays to its ceiling and they win a couple of easy games and they get an eight nine you know say it's Pitt maryland and they get them and they win easy then you go all right like that's not a shock you're you're good you're really good Mm -hmm. but if purdue's on the one line and they lose to somebody off an eight nine that you know whoever that would be then you go well you know they kind of look vulnerable there i mean there don't feel like any absolute lock second weekend teams mm-hmm. and i'd suggest that that's great for the tournament if you love the sport which you and i do i don't know if it's great for the casual observer i think you kind of pe- people sort of like the brand names not having a duke and oregon zag or somebody like that with a one next to it i think to a degree that's that's not great for business you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think yeah. I think as much as anything, people that don't really watch college basketball day in and day out turn, tune in to root against teams um, in the tournament. And so maybe this year there's less of that. But if you enjoy the sport and you've watched a bunch of these leagues, like, I mean, every night you and I have got all five TVs. Yeah. Uh, you know, granted, the NBA games and some NHL games are here and there, and you're, you're, you're watching the ones that matter most. But if if push comes to shove and it's it's a coin flip, we're we're throwing on the Big East, we're throwing on the Big Ten, uh, we're throwing on the the best games of the night, um, and twenty five, sure, sure. I mean, I'd say I'd say I buy that for Final Four. I have a harder time buying it because again, mm-hmm. fifth and sixth wins are. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad the team I root for did it one time, so that so that I can so that I can always have that. Because it changes, it changes your your fandom forever. Because at least you saw it happen, and mm. and that think about. I'll never ever get over how Virginia did it. Mm. They, there was no way they were beating Purdue. None. Pa oh, Clark has the ball facing the wrong direction, down two with about a second and a half left, and somehow they won that game. They're mm. never beating Auburn, mm-hmm. and then. Auburn Powell's guy, and he makes <laughs> yeah. all three. And the Texas Tech game, they actually were leading, but then they needed a hundred three to, to force overtime. Yeah, I, I, th- I think the stat was that they were trailing with under ten seconds in the last three games that they won. Mm-hmm. And they just... and they did it, Steve. They did it, and they did yeah. it the year after they lost to exactly. A that's exactly. that's that's the tournament. The yep. same group mostly that lost to a 16 with a one next to its name came back the next year and somehow pulled rabbits out of its hat. That Carson Edwards game against them oh. was as good as anyone's ever played in a loss ever. That's and, and I, I still oh. can't believe they didn't win that game. No, but, I, but, oh. but Virginia managed to do it. And mm-hmm. I guess that's, I don't even know what I'm saying other than that. 
It's really hard to win six, man. Yeah. It's so hard to do. So there probably aren't 25, if we're being honest. But this year... There's 25 on my list. They, well, do you know what? Then that's all that matters. <laughs> all right. All One matters. other thing. I yep. hate making predictions for the tournament before the bracket comes out. I need right. to see the bracket, you oh, know? Of course. Of but course. This, just, is, this is pointless. I want to see... I think this team could go to the Sweet 16 and they're a mid-major, and it's Colgate. They are going to be a pain in the ass this year. Uh, as long as they get there, they should you know, run through their conference tournament. But now they got some size. They, got, uh, they obviously could shoot the ball really well. Be careful if they're on your side of the bracket. That's my looking ahead to March and February nugget for the bracket. Matt Langell's guys are a problem. That's, that's mm-hmm. the name to keep an eye on when it comes to – Whatever happens, I mean, we already know Notre Dame is going to find a new coach, and that'll lead to where does that come from? If there's, if there's a, I mean, I'm not going to start connecting dots, but if that, that's that's Matt will be on speed dial for no doubt for coaching uh, opportunities that will come as a result of whatever happens uh, post tournament. Um, this is good fun. I have I have a hard time eliminating people. You understand where I am in Tennessee, right? I mean, if, yeah. You, you have to be able to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you win six, like shooting 28%? It's going to be a chore. Mm. Um, Dirty Terps are going to be in the field. That's all I know. I'm not worried about winning six. Coach Coach Willard's going to get the guys into the and going to get them on the line in a bracket first year in. And uh, that's fun. I remember a few years ago doing one big thing when we did radio about never, ever, ever take for granted. Ever. <laughs> that's Sunday. You're watching CBS. And you're like, yeah, buddy, it's a spring day. Winter's behind you. And you're just waiting to see where are we going and who are we playing? Mm. And when you know that there, that, that wait is not going to end with you playing somewhere against somebody, you don't care if it's Spokane at 9.57 on Friday Mm-mm. night. You don't care. Just who are we playing? What time's the game? And... I mean, barring Maryland fans will complain whatever time the game is, though. Yes, we will. That's your that's their favorite thing to do. Complain. We complain about everything. <laughs> Six thirty game against Purdue too early. Got a nine o'clock or best night of the gymnasium in years. That, that place was that place was on fire that night. Nine o'clock too late. Uh, noon <laughs> Sunday. Nah, NFL pregames are on. I did complain about the seating that one year because it was. Just horrific, but that's neither. That's that's in the rear view, Steve. I'm Can't wait at, for this year. I'm uh, listen. I'm looking. Okay. We're be on the eight. We'll be, yeah, on, the, we'll be on the eight nine. Against this Ken- sound right now. Frank. I saw. I saw a bracket somebody had. We were eight nine against Kentucky, and if we win, we get Houston. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> this. And then, then I and you go, hey, listen. You know what? If that's if if they're on a line and that's who you're playing, let's go. Lace them up. Put forty on the clock. We're, we'll go. See what happens. Mm. Listen. Terps were picked 10th in the league this year. I think Northwestern was picked 13th. Neither team's going to finish there. So you just want to be on the line. Give me, give me a, give me a game tip. Um, we got anything else? Um, question. I, I think I already know the answer to this. Let's find out. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Shamrock shakes. Totally indifferent. Don't don't won't, won't would I guess thumbs down. I don't I don't want it, won't eat it. Okay. You're a thumbs up? 
I am. They're fantastic. I'm not a big minty peppermint thing, but those yeah, things that's, are that's phenomenal. surprising. And and my whole years, whole years of knowing you, what am I trying to say? In my whole life, in my many years, I don't think I've ever seen you willingly say, "Yeah, barkeep, give me something minty." No, when no, we're doing like all. the candy grab, I don't see you going for a York peppermint patty. Like that's just never been something that you've never once. Have you ordered that? If we're on the newlywed game sitting next to each other, <laughs> how well do you know your pal? <laughs> you right now, you'd be giving me side. I'm going, what? I like shamrock shakes. And I'd be mm. saying this to you. Not once have I seen you do any sort of peppermint eating. So. But you know what, Steve? Not once have I seen you take a dump. I bet you have. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. You know, there's, you know, I don't know everything that you like or do. But you like shamrock shakes, not me. I'm not, really shake, I'm not really a shake guy. So no, much. I'm not either, but I'll grab one when it when the season comes. It's, okay. it's right around the corner. It might be available now. I haven't even checked. Just out there. Just throwing it out there. Pro, I, I don't want to drink ice cream. I'm pro ice cream eating. <laughs> that makes sense? I don't want to drink it. Because <laughs> it gets in the way of me having my 37th Diet Coke of the day. Mm, there you Speak, go. Speaking of which. This bottle is empty. Barkeep, we need to we need to uh, re up, start writing a sports center, and get uh get down there on the set. Yeah. Uh, speaking of barkeeping, yeah, folks down at Sup Dogs, Greenville, North Carolina. Yeah, start start icing them up for this weekend. Your boys coming down. Wait, you're heading that way? Yes, I am. Let's just say on the way out, if you're not an elected official, and that in that jurisdiction by the end of close of business this weekend, then everyone down there has failed. We got a baseball game against the Tar Heels in the jungle Saturday paint afternoon. It, paint this one purple. And then the Houston Cougars come in for a hoop game, 8 o'clock that night. I will be at both. And if you're not some kind of honorary official, sheriff, something, then everyone down there has failed. You guys wanted him, you got him. Give him a give him a title of some sort. That's ex- you, you, you're America's guest. I love it. Treat him with love, Greenville. <laughs> you asked for him. You got him. The big man <laughs> is on his way to your area code. That's a that's a well. Let's leave on that one. Mm. Uh, Stanford Steve Scott Van Pelt. Appreciate you being with us for SV Pod. Have a great week. We'll see you on the other side.